This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Wednesday. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Jim McCormick of agmarket.net for our opening discussion. Jim, what are we seeing taking place in the grains? Well, right now, we are seeing a little bit of weakness, unfortunately. We've had uh, you know, corn down a few cents, beans down three to five. Wheat was down really hard last night. A lot of the weakness, I would argue, has to do with the weather being a little bit malign. I mean, there's still some little bit of problems in South America, but overall, you'd say it's okay. But the big problem is the reaction to what the dollar did. The dollar surged to three-month three month highs yesterday in reaction to that inflationary number yesterday, which essentially suggested the Fed may not going to – probably is not going to cut interest rates anytime soon. A lot of the trade was anticipating that to happen maybe as early as March. So we hard, saw a hard correction down in the equities. The dollar was up sharply. When you get that higher dollar move up, it just hurts our competitiveness, competitiveness on the world market, hence the weakness in the grain market. So, Jim, we received the WASD report last week. We got the consumer data yesterday. What is the next big report that we're kind of looking forward to that could move the market potentially? Well, it's really going to be interesting. Um, we have a report out tomorrow, and it, it's it's not really a report per se, Mark. It is the um, the Outlook Forum meeting that the government does every year here in Virginia. And what it is is tomorrow they're going to release their first guess, and I'm going to argue it is a guess of what they may that balance sheet may look like for the 24-24 crop year or the 24-25, excuse me, crop year. Um, the early estimates from the industry, we're thinking we're probably going to lose about 3 million acres of corn. Um, you know, you're going to come down from around 94.6 million acres this year, probably closer to 91.6 million acres. But if you tag a trend line yield into it, you're looking at a production over 15 billion bushels. And the reality is 15 billion bushel production is about 500 million higher than the current demand for this year. So you're going to see your carryout grow and maybe push somewhere around the 2.4, 2.5 uh, billion bushel carryout. So you're going to get a little bit of negative number tomorrow on the corn. On the beans, it's the same situation. If we're going to lose corn acres, Mark, where are they going to go to? Some may go to cotton, some may go to spring wheat, but most of them are pro- those corn acres are probably going to go to beans. The average trade guess is 86.7 million acres of beans. You throw a trend line yield on, you're looking at about a 4.42 billion production. Average trade guess for ending stocks are thinking somewhere around 400 to, you know, the high end says over 500. The ending stock number for beans is really going to be determined on how quick we can spin up all those renewable diesel plants. Let's switch over to the other side of the ag marketplace and the livestock complex. What are we seeing taking place with the protein sector? We saw a little bit of a correction yesterday in the livestock, but, you know, the April cattle pulled out back the last couple of days. It's still hanging above the 200-day and 100-day, which are converging right around this 184.40 to 184.50 level. I think that's a little bit of technical support. Overall, the demand seems to be very, very strong in the cattle market. Uh, when you go out to eat, a lot of people are going there. The supply is tightening, so hopefully that'll keep this cattle market into somewhat of a bull market. The, cow, the hog market's just kind of sloppily trading around. The Chinese are on vacation for the Chinese New Year. But in general, general Mark, if that cattle market firms up a little bit or continues to trend up, that should be somewhat supportive of the hogs, hopefully. When we think about the beef prices going forward, we've been talking about this for a long time, the beef prices being high in the supermarket. But when we think about the numbers in the cattle herd and just looking kind of towards the next year, we just have to assume those prices are going to stay high. But kind of what's the overall outlook there? Well, I, I think right now, I, I think you just got to, you know, in general, I think you got to be somewhat optimistic of the beef prices, the consumers hanging in there. 
when you look at that cattle herd size, the fact is the cattle herd size is as tight as it's been in 50 years. You know, to actually expand the supply of cattle, you almost got to contract it, you know, as you retain heifers. So I think overall, I'm a little bit optimistic of this cattle market. I think there's, you know, if the economy hangs in there, and historically we have a pretty strong economy in presidential election years, if we hang in there into the spring and summertime, it would not surprise me if we challenge the old contract highs. We've talked a lot recently because we had Iowa Pork Congress here in Des Moines, and we were talking about the outlook for hogs. And it's kind of the similar sentiment that I think we heard towards the end of 2020. Getting through this rough patch, yes, it has been very difficult for hog producers, but once they are able to potentially weather this storm, there can still be some light on the end of the tunnel. And kind of what are you looking at with the outlook for hogs going into this full year? I would agree. I mean, like I said, uh, you know, the, the beef price supply is going to stay relatively tight. That'll keep the market up. That should pull the hogs up a little bit. Feed costs, unfortunately, for the grain producers is probably going to go down. They don't want to hear that. But if you're an end user, you're going to like to see the potential of lower pricers if we have good crops. And then the Chinese. We know the Chinese liquidated a good chunk of their of their hog herd earlier this year or late last year. Um, if they could get their economy going, Mark, that's a big problem for the world right now. Chinese economies continue to struggle. Their stock market's down quite a bit. Their housing market's down. If the Chinese could get that economy going, being the fact that's such a huge driver of growth in demand in the world, that would also do wonders for the hog market. And we also get those year-end numbers for exports at, you know, about this time of year after they wrap up the complete year from the year previous. And man, you just see those pork export numbers just continue to do so well as we see that overseas market continue to expand. Exactly. I mean, that's the key to everything right now. Corn, beans, cattle, you name it. It is all about demand. You know, if you're looking at what you want to watch, Mark, not necessarily following the meats or the grain market, watch that dollar. If that dollar starts to weaken, that'll be very good for, I think, products in the United States. If it continues to to strengthen, though, that is definitely going to provide some headwinds. He is Jim McCormick of agmarket.net, our guest here today. Jim, thanks so much for the time. What's the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? You can reach me directly at 815-665-0461. Reach any of the Ag Market team members at 844-424-6758 or go to agmarket.net. Thanks for the time here on Wednesday. Have a great day, Jim. Appreciate it. Thanks for the time. That was Jim McCormick with agmarket.net. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn down four and three quarters at 426 even. March soybeans down two even at 1184 and a quarter. March soybean meal up 30 cents at 345.10. March soybean oil down five cents at forty-seven twenty-five. Chicago wheat down fifteen even at five eighty-two and a half. Minneapolis wheat down nine and a half at six sixty-two and a quarter. Kansas City hard red wheat down eleven and a quarter at five eighty-three and a quarter. And March oats down three quarters of a cent at three eighty-one even. On the Merck, February live cattle down fifty cents at one eighty-three twenty-five. March feeder cattle down twenty-seven cents at two forty-seven seventy-two. April lean hogs up a dollar thirty-seven at eighty-two forty-five. April pork cutout up sixty-two cents at eighty-eight seventy-five, and Class Three milk down a penny at sixteen eighteen. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.